All right, let's go. All right, all right, all right. We're sitting here Sunday morning. Now, Tim, a lot of people out there admire teams that are out of the playoffs, and they think, oh, well, they're out of the playoffs, and they don't quit, and they keep right on playing. Yeah, and they're, and they're winning, like Vancouver. Yeah, I don't. Oh, Vancouver, remember, they, they won 10 games in a row. Uh, Last when, year with Bruce came yeah, in. Yeah, Bruce came in. I've only been out of the playoffs once, and I never felt that way. We started to win, too, and I thought... I don't feel that way, and I'll tell you why I don't feel that way. When the pressure's off, they start playing well. I've seen it so far this year. As soon as they get close to, to making the playoffs, they go start right to back. fade, yeah. Anyhow, I don't feel that way. Well, I remember one time in uh, Boston, we were in a dogfight with Buffalo, because I don't think people really remember in the 70s how good Buffalo was. And Buffalo was really good. And we were in a dogfight, and the Colorado— Remember my first game, Tim? Buffalo? Your first game? Yeah. Yeah, I know what the score was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what was it? What was you it? lost 9-5, and Danny Gare got a hat trick. His first his rookie. The weak his- guy out there got in a hat trick, and I thought, what in the world's going on? I couldn't believe it, and I, and I made, made the mistake of sitting at the back. I never— At the bus? Yeah, and Jilly I'm well, that's it, and that's it to be for my uh, average— and uh, he's worried about his average, and I'm worried about I'm gonna if I'm gonna last a week. I, I didn't know what the heck was going on. Bing, bing, bing. But in Buffalo, uh, so like you were saying, we were always in a dogfight with Buffalo, and uh, we needed a big game. And Colorado came into Boston. Yeah, Colorado came. I'll never forget this. I I know what game you're talking about. I did not have the team ready. I figured it was two points for us. And so did the players think it was two plus, and Colorado beat us. And I, and I remember Mike Christie. I don't know if everybody, anybody remembers Mike Christie. I remember having a stick in the air. I thought, these guys think they won the Stanley Cup. They beat us, he beat the Boston Bruins in the Boston Bruins. I, and, and, and in those days, they had to go by the bench, believe it or not. Yeah, the visiting team had to leave right by the Bruins bench. Yeah. Uh, and everybody went in, and I was just furious. And I, I, yeah, where were you? Uh, I can't. Where were you guys where, where, when it really counted in, in November? And now one guy looked back at me. I must have been nuts back in those days. So, Dad, let's talk about Calgary. I mean, everybody was been kind of on Sutter. The fans have been on Sutter. So the, the, some of the players, remember the agent? Everybody's been on the, on, on the Cal. Yeah, it, it's Sutter's fault. But listen, I, 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 this is just a, of all the stats in hockey right now, this is what I can't believe. The Flames are second in the league for the least amount of shots given up per game. So with like 27.3, only the Hurricanes, which is maybe the best defensive team in the league, yeah, they, have given up less sh- average left shots. And the Leafs are second in the league for the most shots, four per game, where they average 35 shots or more per game. So they, they, they outshoot the team. It's yeah, quite they, evident what the, what the problem is, and the problem is, uh, is their, their goaltender. Yeah, uh, I mean, and, but the thing is, too, is that they're, giving, they're, they're getting a lot of shots and they're not scoring. So, yeah, I don't know why that is. But I I'll tell you one thing, Dad. You and I were talking. 
If Calgary sneaks into the playoffs, I I hate to play them because they got nothing to lose. Right. They you know they all they got to do is win one one round. They got enough firepower, and they do have fire firepower too. Right. And they play a tough game where you don't get a lot of shots on net. So that built to me that team, and I I think you and I were sitting before the game. That team is built for the dump it dump in and get in the corners. Right. And they don't. Right. And, and but Sutter's, they still get the shots. And Sutter's done this before. Remember when he coached L.A., he got in the last day of the season, he got in with the Kings, yeah, yeah. and then he ran it and then won the Stanley Cup. So Sutter's been down this road before. He doesn't seem to be too upset after the games, which which, 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 <laughs> which, which, which kind of – I, I always tune in to watch his um, – um, press conferences because they're usually pretty good, but he, he doesn't seem too upset. Yeah. So Florida, Dad, they go from last year winning the, the Boy, best, they were the they best team, and now they're they're struggling to make the playoffs. I don't know. What, what happened to them? I, that, one do, team do you, I can't figure out is Do you is see Florida. Paul Maurice go uh, crazy on the bench yeah, in Toronto? You don't go crazy on the bench on the whole team because there are guys on that team that are really trying. So... If they get in there, they'll be tough too, they, I, but not as tough as Calgary. Calgary, I'd hate to play Calgary in that first round if they get in. Well, it's the same thing as Vancouver. Vancouver, they starting to win now. They're they look like a million bucks, but they did the same thing last year to Bruce. We, yeah, we we're yeah we we're saying they I mean, won ten. What they won ten straight? Something like yeah. 10, well, what did, what did they say, Bruce? They the, were going Bruce. There it is. That song. Oops, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Rick has to make you know. Rick has to make them think that they're out of the playoffs all the time. That's right. <laughs> so next year, Rick's going to say, we're out of the playoffs. Rick Talkett's going to say, we're out of the playoff, guys. We're not going to make it, and they'll, they'll tear up the They'll start league. playing well again. Well, they're playing well now. So Cindy's taking a day off today, Dad. She's down in Kingston. So, But uh, we'd like to thank our sponsor. Why did she go down there so much, Tim? I don't know. She likes Kingston. Well, she's Uncle Rich. And, she's Uncle uh, Rich, and, yeah. And, uh, I Bev and uh, Mel... Uh, uh, Bev Price and a lot of the people. Because Cindy lived there, right? When Yeah, she lived there a long time. She, like she, when she was going to school. She went to St. Lawrence College. So yeah. she saw the twins the other day and everything like that. So she's got lots of friends. But we'd like to thank our sponsor, Spread.ca. They're a Canadian-owned online casino and sportsbook. And if you sign up now and use the promo grapes, they'll match your deposit up to $500. You get 10 spins on the big wheel for some big money. And your first sports bet, they'll spot you 25 bucks. So, but the playoffs just around the corner. It's a lot of fun to put a little bit of money on uh, who you think's going to win. And Dad, I just want to. Who do you think's going to win Wednesday, Tim? What between I mean, between the uh, Jets and the uh, and Flames? I think I think Calgary's going to sneak into the playoffs. I do. I just think I just have a feeling that they're going to get in, and then they might do some damage. They'll beat. They'll they'll beat Winnipeg, eh? I think so. Yeah. I I just. I don't know what happened to Winnipeg. Remember, they were at the top of their, oh, their they thing. Were the, so last year. I well, even this year they they were they were really doing well. I I I don't know what happened to them. It's, it's the same thing happened last year. You know, they play yeah. well and then they start to die. I don't, so, but before we get going, Dad, um, I want to remind everybody that uh, first of all, that the CHL playoffs are on. So yeah, you'd never know it from the television. <laughs> you don't they, you don't they, you don't see it in the newspaper. You don't watch it on Sportsnet, uh, TSN, Hockey Night in Canada. Well, you watch Bedard. They, 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 one thing with Bedard, but should. also for the people in Toronto, 
on Monday, this is Sunday morning, on Monday, April 3rd at 7.30 at the Madame Center, which was the old Maple Leaf Gardens, is the OHL Cup Final between the Vaughn Kings and the Junior Canadians. And if you used want, to pack them in there. And if you want to see some good hockey, you know, and want to see some guys who are going to be in the NHL in a few years, you go down and, and check that out. So I thought we'd give them a shout because they don't get much publicity uh, in, the, in Toronto at all. So, Dad, Blue Jays have started. You're a big baseball fan. Oh, I am. I'm a baseball fan. And Blue Jays, uh, I'll never, I won't mention a game. Now, I'd like to let a few, few rules to see, see if you like them, Tim. Yeah, they've changed them. All right. Two infielders on either, well, you know, like the— They can't, they can't, can't put the shift on. They can't put the shift on. You like that? Yeah. What I about like you? That. I'd like that. Base sides gone from the 18 inches to the 15 inches. That's the one thing I did kind of notice. I like, yeah, I do because I like to see, you know, makes more exciting. But they're not, they're not stealing anything anymore. Is, no, it doesn't <laughs> seem like it, does it, it? No, the pitch clock, the pitch clock is fifteen seconds, and, uh, and if there's a guy on, if there if there was a runner on, it goes to twenty seconds. Yeah, I like that. You, what do you think? I don't see any difference in it. I, I'm I'm happy that they're speeding it up a little. Um, yeah, because it went down. Like, what was the, how much of the games gone down in the preseason? Went uh, went went from uh, went from way over three hours. I mean, some of the guys used to walk around and walk yeah. in the back of the referees and tighten their gloves up and and everything. Went from three hours uh, down to two hours and thirty minutes. It's supposed to be it's supposed to be, but not that the first game. <laughs> Not that first game with the Blue Jays, remember? Well, yeah, but what was the score? Ten nine or something like that. Yeah. Extra innings. They started at second base. Do you like that? No, I like it. I like it. I, I think like it cheapens it a little bit. I think you know what I make that equivalent to. It's the equivalent of a shootout. Yeah, but, but it is. But sometimes games do go on too long. Yeah, like yeah. you go down to the game and and you're looking for the exits and all that. Yeah. So a lot of people, a lot of people walking in the corridors. Yeah. So Dad, we talked a little bit last week about um, your thing that drives you nuts is icings, right? Oh yeah. Now give us the now now give us the icings, Tim. So going into the weekend. In the NHL so far, there's been 9,376 icings, not including this 9,000. 9,000. I, I believe that. I believe that one. And, and what, what, which team does it the most? Uh, Pittsburgh ices it the most, and St. Louis ices it the least. And then I went to see which team has gone offside the most. Oh, I don't know that one. So which team do you think has gone offside the most? I don't know. The New York Rangers. And that, well, they're gonna they're gonna fast club. They got they went offside 172 times this year. <laughs> and again, the team that ices the puck the least is the St. Lu- is the team that goes offside the least, the St. Louis. So that they went offside 123 times. But tell the story about your thing about don't not going offside. You know, there's a funny thing. I I I meant it sincerely, and he thought it was everybody thought it was funny. I said. Now, don't go offside. I don't want you to go offside when, when Orr's got the puck. <laughs> and I thought, you know, I thought that was pretty good, and everybody thought that was funny. I didn't think it was funny. Yeah, you meant it. I meant it. I meant it, every, I, and everybody thought I was kidding. And it wasn't because Bobby used to make that little move at center right, and they go offside, and, I, you know, the, everybody would be happy. I, and and uh, we never did, did go offside when Bobby, they straddled, they straddled the blue line. 
Yeah, because there's, there's some things, like I remember watching, Bobby used to do it a couple of times, and, and you see it in the league a lot, and I don't understand it. You have a guy with the puck, and he's roaring up the ice, going 100 miles an hour, and he passes it to some guy standing at the blue line. Well, they, they, Phil Esposito, he used to give it to Phil Esposito, and I said, and I said to Vad uh, one day, I said, why does Bobby give the puck? Why does he slow down? But Bobby used to be going 90 miles an hour, and he, and he and you know, and I mentioned that to Bobby one time, and he, he got mad at me. <laughs> but I thought, uh, I could never figure that one out. I could never figure it out. So, Dad, I got a, a couple questions. Playoffs are coming up, and, uh, you know, I look at the Bruins the other day. They, There's something about those Bruins I don't like, Tim. They won, the, they beat Pittsburgh. Pasternak got his goal. He's only, Phil's got more goals in the history of uh, the Bruins and Pasternak. And... Their coach is still switching back and forth with goalies. Keefe of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Well, they got two good goalies. Yeah, are switching back and forth with goalies. Like, and you had two good goalies. You had Gilbert and Cheevers. Like, when do you start? Would you start resting your number one goalie with like five games left, or would you start playing Cheevers? No, I keep them. I keep. I kept everybody in the game. I did that my first year. I used to take let guys take off. I had them come down. Day of the game, and if they, if they were going to play, they'd come down, fix their sticks, and, and keep right in the right in that groove, keeping everything's going. I'd tell them to go off the ice early. Uh, if yeah, was, but the game wise, like, did you play? Let's say there was four games left, and you knew Cheevers was going to start the first game. Would you play Cheevers, or would you? No, I'd play Cheevers. You wouldn't put Joe Well, I, I maybe maybe I made a mistake. I don't know, but. We were pretty good in the playoffs. Yeah, because you, when Cheevers and Joe Bear were your number one things, we talked about this yesterday. Very rarely did they, they all both played about 40 games. Like, no no goalie really took the brunt of the games. No. Like, like we're Hellebuck, he's played 60 games this year. Yeah, 60 games. That's a little, just the Louis Hellebuck's a little, I often, well, he's got to win. Just, yeah, that's the thing, I guess. He's right? got to win. So, and he's the best goaltender, so you put him in. So what do you mean, Dad, about the Bruins? It's not that you don't like the team. It's just that there's... Oh, I love the team, but it's just that they get every break in the world. I mean, Pasternak, I mean, I'm not knocking Pasternak because he's a, he's a goal scorer. He's like Matthews. Like, you know, but every shot, he get, it, it, bouncing in off the posts. And... Yeah, like I like the only thing I look with the Bruins, and you and I have talked about it, they, they've never really, it, like, they're not battle-hardened. No, they do, they see, everything is so nice for them. Yeah, Every, and and you know, and it's unbelievable how they how they how they win. I mean, I there's something about them that bothers me. Yeah. I well, don't know what it is, and well, I can't I don't, tell like, you. It's not. It's it, as you're saying. It's not the team that bothers you. It's just that they haven't. They really haven't gone into a rut. They haven't fought their way out of a slump or anything Nothing. like that. You got to fight your way out of a slump. You, that's that's the sign of a duke club that can fight their way out of a slump and and, and things are hard they everything has gone right for them and i don't know boy in the playoffs things are a little different right and let me ask you this what Leaf fans want to know because they're going back who would you start oh i'd start murray would you yeah you'd ha- you gotta i mean you're paying them all that dole He's making a lot of money. Yeah, and uh, you got to start him. I, I will. I, yeah, that Samsonov though, he's been playing pretty good. I know that that's that's the problem. You got that one guy, and he never loses. Nope. And because uh, as you say, there's a team like we talk about Calgary. 
they're always out shooting and losing. The, the Leafs are the other way. The Leafs, again, got outshot last night and won. And I, the goalie got a shutout. And, they, you know, that's I bet you they've been outshot the last 10 games. They've been outshot more than they've, than they've outshot the other team. Well, I, you're asking me, Tim, I'd start Murray. I t- that's who I'd start in the playoffs. Yeah. And then the other thing, too, Dad, that you said was the most important thing that I don't see th- that what I see Keefe's kind of messing around with is the defense pairing. You you always said you got to have the same de- defense pair. I always, I always, I even had them rooming together when they played together. I had them rooming together. They get up in the morning at the same time and rooming together. But they did room together, and they were always together all the time. And I never switched around. I never switched around the defense because you got you got to throw it blind, as they say. Throw it blind, and the guy will be there. I, I, I just don't understand them switching around defense, but when you got a young defense like they've got. I, yeah, I remember after practice in Boston, because you had a lot of times Gary Doker and Ricky Smith together, and they would spend, so you do the practice, and they would spend 20 minutes, a half hour, just passing the puck in, like like passing the puck to each other behind the net, just just back and forth. They must have passed the puck 100 times. Well, it was, I, I, could, I could go on even... Better it was Daryl Sly and I. You pay, you pay Daryl Sly and I together. I used to get the puck, and he usually he's the left hand uh, draw. He'd come back to me. I'd put it right over to Sly, and boy, he had great he had great pins. He could really go, and I room with him too. So I learned I learned a lot from from the coaches uh, that I played for. So of all the coaches, Dad, who was the smartest coach you played for? The smartest coach I ever played for was Punch Imlock. This was where before Punch became a. Celebrity in uh, Toronto, and he was in um, at Springfield, and I played for him. And I, I remember I went in to sign my I signed my contract with him too. Uh, I walked in, and I I remember I sat down, and he said, uh, "Here's your contract." And I looked at it, and I went to sign. It. And he says, "Don't you want some more money?" And I said, "Are you going to give me more money?" And he said, "No." And I said, "Well, what's the sense arguing with you for?" Yeah, we'd be coming down to the playoffs pretty soon, and uh, and and Punch Imlock was the smartest guy I ever had. And I remember one time he had a poker game. He knew he liked to play poker. Um, and uh, he, ha- he said, okay, we're going to have a poker game this night. I remember it was in Cleveland. And every guy was in, and he had a couple of beers, you know, for a couple of guys, and they'd be playing poker. <laughs> he used to count cards. Was he? Oh, he was a card yeah, he was, he was smart enough. He used to count cards. Like if it was an ace, uh, he'd count the aces and you know, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't play that so way. So you guys playing blackjack? Yeah, playing, playing blackjack. He used to count the aces and everything. Unfair. Anyhow, he used to win the money, and then he had us in. And I thought after, son of a gun, he had us all in night before a game. He knew we ever where we were. We all went to you know after we all went to bed afterwards. He played cards till about twelve o'clock, and we you know it was too late to go out then. <laughs> no, I never went out, and. You know, when I was with the Boston Bruins, I never, ever, ever checked on them. I used to tell them after the game, don't do anything in the hotels. And they were pretty good. They never did anything. In five years, they never did. They only broke one door. And I was at a training camp, and I was at uh, Rochester Americans did it. And I, I, I used to say, don't do anything in the hotel, because then, then it'll come back on me. They'll all be in the bus, and they'll all be sitting there. I would not... I would not get on the bus first. I would wait till everybody was on. I remember one time Terry slept in, 
And uh, somehow or other, we left without him. I don't know how we did that. And Cash come up and he says, Terry's not on the bus. So I said, okay. And, I, and we had all the reporters on the bus too. I said, okay, we're going back to get him. And sure enough, here he was standing there with his bag ready to get on the bus. He knew, he knew I wouldn't leave him. You know the one thing, though, with that, though, Dad, I got to tell you? If that happened today and there was reporters on the bus, it oh. would have got out. Like, but the but the Boston reporters knew enough not to say anything. Well, they make me here look like a girl, but they knew enough not to say anything, and they wouldn't say anything. They, or we could have missed the plane, and uh, not a word was said, and everything. And there was Terry standing there, remember, standing there waiting. He knew I'd never leave him, and that's the way we were with the Boston Bruins. We we're one for all, and we're all for one. 